0: are recording, recording in progress on the oops on thursday april 6th 2023 at 4 12 p.m eastern time guys as always if you want to support the podcast click the little red button that's locals you can support the show in any way you want with mr joseph ted before we even start in the description follows instagram twitter website books all in the description is book loan operators incredible go buy it but i read your post this morning on instagram and i think was it two or three days ago that billy wah passed and i would actually uh i think i can say it now i had been in touch with rick prado for the last several months i was actually supposed to go meet mr wad back in november and right when i was gonna go uh rick prado emailed me and told me that his health was failing and he told me to mums the word i said yes sir and just yeah. mums the word and he had been keeping me up to date basically moving to hospice and once i saw it on twitter i figured it's like okay it's 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 out now but I, I talked to him uh texted baz dale ron moeller keith rose and you and uh Next week, yeah. I'm actually going to try to get everyone I know that has either operated with him, obviously, you know, non classified shit, or just had right. a beer with him, like you, just shake his hand. I'm going to try to put right. all those together and try to do some oh, sort cool, of dude. tribute. Because, I mean, yeah, he's man. a Hercules, and it's just like, it's a blurb in the news. And it's like, dude, this guy is the embodiment of America. But could you maybe share the picture you were just showing me and describe what the post is?
1: Yeah, dude. So I, I, um, I met Ash, I met. Philly uh twice, once at the headquarters in Langley, and I was too chicken shit to say anything to him at the time because I was brand new. And then I saw him like on my second deployment in a very special hotel um in Afghanistan where agency people rotate through and there's a bar in there. And anybody knows this bar, it's really cool. There's memorabilia everywhere, it's shit written on the ceilings. It was crazy. But anyway, uh I saw him there and um long story short, this photo was hanging behind the bar yeah. and I was like, Hey, Mr. Wall, that's like the coolest photo ever. And like, what were you thinking at that time? And anyway, he had the bartender take the picture down and if, I don't know if you can see it that well, but he autographed it. Yeah. And the guy that is sitting, uh, that was sitting with him, um, Jesse Campbell is the other guy. This is Billy uh-huh. here. Jesse Campbell the first Halo, combat Halo jump into Vietnam or Laos, wherever they jump with um, Team Florida, MacBee, Sog, historic thing, dude. Like, that's like... That's that's like
0: first step on the moon, Halo high up to low opening. It's like stepping on the moon. It's like the
1: guys on the the moon for the first time.
0: Yeah, no, that was... Yeah, that opened the door to a whole new era of infiltration.
1: Yeah, and um, so anyway, he autographed the photo and uh, Mr. Campbell autographed it. I would honestly say... This is probably the only picture in existence anywhere of two of the MAC v SOG commandos that jumped that night. Um, it's priceless. There's yeah. not enough gold in Fort Knox to buy this picture from me. Um, it sits on my shelf as a reminder uh, of all the amazing men and women that have served our country. Um, and, and, and Mr. Waugh was certainly one of them. Dude, the guy served this country for 50 years oh, he's in korea
0: he fought, yeah he fought in korea yeah Yeah.
1: yeah. Se- 73 mean, when we invaded iraq how do you survive 50 years mac B saw a green mac yeah. saw a green beret ground branch and then cia ground branch like are you fucking kidding me dude the <laughs> odds of surviving all that are you probably have a better chance hitting the lottery
0: yeah twice no absolutely yeah. wild no hunt hunted bin laden with it was caught the jackal yeah. well it's I mean, the jackal yeah.
1: yeah oh dude he's done it all yeah.
0: He's he checked every block,
1: yeah. like literally.
0: He's, uh, yeah. We were
1: all mere mortals, you know, uh, next to that guy. Except and like Bill, I said, yeah. I saw him in the headquarters one day in the Ground Branch uh, office. And I was, I saw him, he was talking to some guys. And I was just too chicken shit to go to say hi to him. And I was brand new, but uh, I was rotating out of the country. I'm like, you know what? I'm never going to get another chance to say hi to this guy. Yeah. You know, chance yeah. of bumping into him there at that place and that bar at that time was like, you know, astronomical. But, I sat down with him, I talked, him. he was very cordial, super cool, very humble. Made me feel like I was talking to my uncle or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, But anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, I just, you know, when when I found out he passed, I actually started crying.
0: Yeah, it's sad, man. And I
1: didn't know Mr. Waugh personally on a personal basis. I didn't operate with him. I mean, he was in Ground Branch when I was there. Um, he was in, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Operation Jawbreaker. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway... Um, but yeah, you know, it's just, you know, he lived to be 93, bless his heart, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, he lived a very long life and I know his family is so proud of him, yeah. you know, as, as, as all Americans should be to have such an amazing fucking warrior and, and sacrifice 50 years of his life for you.
0: And I, and I talked to maybe. Rick Prado and you and and everyone listening and I, he talked. I mean the guy's origin story alone is insane I mean was in the was watching a movie as a kid and they came in turned it off and said Pearl Harbor's been bombed uh, uh uh saved some money, ran away from home, bought some boots and tried to enlist in a, in the Marines. And I think they were like he was like fourteen. He was sixteen. They were, they, oh, yeah, yeah, he 16. told me about this. Yeah, he called his 16, mom yeah, and they're like, and the come get your kids. <laughs> yeah.
1: Said, yeah. He, he was telling me the cops busted him out and like let him go. He had to get on a bus or something. Yeah, yeah,
0: he had to go take a bus it's back. Awesome, and, and, yeah, like he yeah. the only law he broke was trying to enlist to go fucking kill Nazis. And like Yeah and, crazy, like, right? I talked to Brick Prado and he was telling me back when it was maybe still up in the air that I was going to meet him, he was like, you come on your best manners. And I was like, yes, sir. And he was like, no, that's for your own good. He goes, Billy's 93, has been shot several times, has had a couple strokes, but he'll still kill you. And I was like, I don't doubt that. I genuinely <laughs> don't doubt that. And I was like, but he, Mr. Prado also told me, he said, uh, the sad thing is, is Billy doesn't feel like he did enough. And I'm just like, that's, you and I are sitting here fanboying him, and, and Billy's sitting there going, like, I didn't do enough. And it's like, if that's not, if that's not a golden idol to a, to aspire, yeah. And this is not for me This is from Rick Prado Who yeah. worked on oh, Knew yeah, him yeah. very well Knew him very very well
1: Yeah yeah
0: And it's just yeah. like If that's not the mindset to have You want everyone else going He's the best And you yourself want to be going I haven't done enough That's yeah,
1: they, they don't make dudes like him no. anymore um, What I, my mere contribution I did Is insignificant Compared to what he did And that's not, I'm not just saying that dude It's the truth No I did Like yeah. It's really It's mind boggling Oh, it's, to think about everything he's accomplished and done and survived. And, like, you know, like when I asked him about the Halo jump, you know, the first Halo jump. I'm like He's like, yeah, we didn't have nods. We didn't have nav packages. <laughs> Blacked out DZ at night. You yeah. know. matter of fact, if I'm not mistaken, I think they lost a few guys jumping in. Yeah. Like that. They were scattered all over the fucking place. So, dude, that takes elephant balls. Like, it takes elephant balls to do with a nav package at night with nods. Yeah, Doing it with none of that shit. Jump with the old paracommander commander with a reserve on your chest. Where you got to flip over on your back to pull. I mean, and nothing. Annie
0: Jacobson's book "Surprise Kill Vanish," which is all about the history of MacPherson and kind of the metamorphosis into Ground Branch, and it's it's it just it details Billy Waugh's life. And they talk about like the first one he did. I think when it actually wasn't combat. It was I think it was back stateside or something, or maybe it was mm-hmm. then. But they asked him like, "How'd you know when to pull the uh pull the shoot?" He goes, "Well, it was, we were near a farm, and once you could make out the tractors, you knew to pull." And it's like, "Oh, you were eyeballing this shit." <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> you were eyeball. there's the tractor's pull and that's I, scary and then if yeah. that wasn't enough i think he was also the and this is all in Amy jacobson's book is um i think he was the first to do it with what was it green light or red light where they have a little satum like a like a half kiloton nuke on the chest
1: yeah that was operation blue light blue- it was uh man nukes yeah and um it was uh yeah i, I of course that was a very classified uh, program yeah. back in the day but it was uh, yeah, a yeah man nuke um that they jumped in and of uh, the size of a small trash can yeah but um but yeah man he's he's um uh, he's gonna be missed it wouldn't surprise me one bit if they erect a statue of this dude somewhere at Fort Bragg or at the Special Forces Museum in Fayetteville it wouldn't surprise me one bit they
0: have like to. Yeah, they're, they're gonna yeah
1: it. I mean it's yeah there's gotta dude, be like, something you know, it's,
0: I, it's gotta be he something's gotta be named after him like an Abrams class, yeah, or a Nimitz it, it class. there's gotta be it, a it class of be. something not just a statue like it a yeah, new battle it, it rifle needs be. to be the wall.
1: Um, yeah, so there's no doubt. So, but, um, and and dude, and today, you know, what you and I are going to talk about, it kind of plays into this. There's a guy who has sac- sacrificed 50 years of his life for his country, and here we are, our country right now tearing you know, it down. Let's not yeah. even go down the fucking rabbit hole of that. But before we start this, I want people listening to hear what I'm about to say, and you need to listen good. This isn't about being in politics. This isn't about being a Democrat. This ain't about being a Republican or conservative or liberal. This is about one thing and one thing only. And that's our children. And uh, Tom was kind enough to um, bring me on a show. And we've done plenty of shows together, but I, I, you know, I told him about what happened to me and he's like, Oh dude, we, we need to, we need to put this out there. So, um, and, um, what i'm about to tell you guys happened within the week and so just keep that in mind so i'll give you the backstory first tom so i i live in a very small town in north carolina rural area um my girlfriend's daughter goes to a school an elementary school five minutes down the road and so after this last school shooting i was like you know what I am going to do something. I I am going to um, give back a little bit. So I went to the school principal. I don't want to mention his name. Great guy. Uh, Infantry officer was in Iraq. Super proactive, loves his kids, understands the importance of security. I mean, we definitely see eye to eye. And I said, look, sir, um, I want to do a vulnerability assessment for you for the school for free. I'll come in, I'll do the entire thing. Um, and I also want to teach a course to your staff about the OdaLoop color code of awareness, stress shock phenomena, the adrenaline dump, all this. So they understand, heaven forbid, if an active shooter came in, what they're going to be feeling, right? And so he's like, oh, that's fantastic. And so I, I kind of laid it all out to him. And he's like, yeah, man, I just have to make one phone call. Um, we should be good to go. No worries so the next day i get a call from him and he says hey i need you to call miss so-and-so um she her title is director of school safety and security so there are 23 schools in this school district and about eight thousand students she's in charge of the safety and security for all of them i said okay no worries um, so I called her, left a message. She called me back and asked me, you know, Mr. Ted, what exactly do you want to do? And I told her, I said, I want to do a free, at no cost to you or the school district, vulnerability assessment uh, for this particular school. And I, I chose this one because it's right next to me. I said, we can invite law enforcement to come. I can show them how to do it, um, et cetera, et cetera. And let me digress. I sent the principal multiple certificates of training I've had force mm-hmm. protection level mm-hmm. one two, force protection level instructor. Uh, one, um, I went to a uh, threat analysis, um, vulnerability assessment course that uh, triple canopy ran. So I've had formal schooling and I've done it for real. Yeah. I yeah. did it. In, I did it in Israel, the consulate. I did it in Afghanistan for a national public radios compound. They flew me over there by myself in Kabul. So I've done these things for real and I've got this school. So he actually sent her all these certificates. I said, did Mr. So-and-so send you my credentials? She said, yes, I have them. And I said, well, I'd like to do the following. And I told her, her response was this, and I wanna read it verbatim. Mr. Tedi, these vulnerability studies have already, be do- or have already been done by competent law enforcement professionals. And I said, I see. Um, May I ask you a question? You're talking about police officers, right? And she said, yes. And I said, well, I have a lot of friends that are cops, SWAT officers. And I said, the last time I spoke to them, they don't teach how to do a vulnerability study in the police academy. So where did these law enforcement professionals get their training? Who taught them? She said the same thing. Like I said, Mr. Teddy, these vulnerability studies have all been done and they've been done by competent law enforcement. She sounded like a politician, right? She kept saying the same thing over and over. I said, can you answer the question, please? Crickets on the phone. I said, ma'am, do you understand the difference between a vulnerability assessment, a threat assessment and a risk assessment? Because those are all three different products. They're all different, right? And didn't say a word. Nothing. She like just didn't even respond. And I said, okay, let me move past that. You don't want me to do it. And I said, let me just say this. Imagine being, you know, a principal to school, almost like going to get a second opinion from a doctor for free. What do you have to lose? Zero. And I told her, just so you know, I had a 30 minute conversation with the principal the other day, and just talking to him, I gave him a gold nugget for securing his school that he already implemented in one day and cost him three hundred dollars. <laughs> she didn't say a word, nothing, nothing. So I said, "Fine. Um, how about me teaching uh, this course that I want to teach? I just told you about." It. She said. Mr. Ted, I, like I said, all of this training you are talking about is conducted by competent law enforcement professionals. She probably said that to me seven times. Um, I seen the conversation was going nowhere. Um, I was getting pretty upset at that time because I'm trying to do the right thing. You know, I'm doing this for free. I'm taking my time. I want to give back to the community. Why wouldn't you do this? Right. She didn't give me an answer. So I called the principal back and I said, Hey, I said, you can forget the vulnerability study. You forget the training. Um, and he's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, miss so-and-so basically put the kibosh on the whole thing. And he said, well, why I said, because it's already been done. I said, let me ask you a question, sir. Have you had a vulnerability study, uh, assessment done on your school since you've been there? He said, yes, we have. And I said, Oh, um how long ago he says about two years ago and i said who did it and he said the um safety officer at the school which is a police officer and i said well let me ask you a question how many pages was it i said i'm going to ballpark it if i were to do one for you it's probably about 20 to 25 pages how many pages was it 20 no how many 15 10 no well, how many he says uh, I think there was two pages, two pages for an entire school with multiple buildings, multiple doors, multiple win- I mean, on a, it, it'd be at least a 20 page report with photos and everything. And um, I said, are you talking about the same law enforcement professional that has been sitting in that room? When I came in, I had to wait about 30 minutes. He was sitting in a room on his phone. And when I left, he was sitting in that room on his phone with the cameras of the school, you know, with the the television monitor sitting unattended with all the external cameras, just sitting there unattended. I said that, that person right there. He's like, yeah, I said, something is very wrong. Something is very wrong. And, um, I said, this is unacceptable. And, um, I told him that, um, you need to take a very serious look at what's going on right now. Um, because these kids are at risk. Yeah. The, the director of school safety and security. Okay. Not going to mention her name and let me tell you something I want to so bad. Um, but out of professional courtesy, I'm not going to, um, I pulled up like her LinkedIn page and all these other things and her background, Tom, She was a teacher, then she became a principal. Then she was the director of school safety and security. Textbook Peter principal, Mm -hmm. which if you Mm -hmm. all don't know what that is, that's basically when a person um, moves into a position of incompetence. She might have been a great teacher, a great principal, but she has no business holding a position like that with no formal training no experience no nothing
0: that'd be like if i was charged to teach the q course because i do a good podcast like
1: (laughs) and so i tom here's what killed me is i have a principal who wants to be proactive who wants me to do this but because of one step above him right he he says joe i have a boss too i have people i I understand um you know the superintendent and whatnot but um He goes, I just had to clear it with her. Here is a perfect example for those of you who are listening, and you need to listen to what I'm about to say. If you're a parent and you've got a kid in school, it would behoove you to find out who is in charge of your child's safety. Okay. Now, I don't know if the title is going to be the same as Director of School Security and Safety, but there's going to be somebody in the school district as part of their leadership that is in charge of that. And if I were you, I would call them and say, my name is John Smith. My daughter goes to such and such school. And I understand you are the person in charge of all the safety for the schools. Is that correct? Yeah. Well, can you tell me what your background is? If they give you some bullshit excuse or like my situation where there was like crickets on the phone, That should tell you right there they are not qualified for that job. Folks, your kids' safety is in the hands of people like this. That is unacceptable. Unacceptable. And, Tom, you know as well as I do, can we stop crazy people from going into schools and shooting them up? No. No. It it ain't going to stop. But you can mitigate the risk by having people such as myself – that have these special skills. Look, I don't know how to be a principal or a superintendent, but I have unique skills that I was willing to offer this school district for free. And this woman shot it down. Go figure.
0: Let's, let's try to just like remove, remove emotion. Let's just like rational. What, what is it? is it Is it a pissing contest? Is it, let's just go bird's eye view. Pretend I don't know Joe. Pretend I don't know the, what is it? A pissing contest? Is it, uh, I don't want no man to tell me what to do. Is it, you know, we've already had, maybe she truly believes they've already had it done. And she's like, I don't need you. She thinks you're like, well, rationally, what is it? Is it ego?
1: I can tell you what I think it is. And I've asked a few people smarter than me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and they all said the same thing. She doesn't want to admit that she's not doing everything. Gotcha. And now they've got to bring in, cause that'll make her look bad. Gotcha. But how stupid But how stupid. Not, it wouldn't make her look bad. It, it would, would make, make it look her look great. Boring. Like, you brought in this, dude. You and guys he had a it. cop?
0: I had a fucking black ops operator scan this school. Fuck you.
1: For free. <laughs> For free. That makes you look like a baller. <laughs> dude, No, Tom, no joke. If I were to put a dollar amount on to do a vulnerability assessment on a school, it has one, two, three, four, five buildings, sits on probably... 15 acres, multiple egress roads coming in, avenues of approach, multiple doors, multiple windows. I would say it would take every bit of 30 days to do, and I would have charged somebody 12 to 15,000 bucks. Yeah. Straight up. I've done them before and I know what I've charged. Um, And so they can't say, We don't have the money. I'm not asking for money. I'm not asking for nothing. I'm not asking for accolades. I'm not asking for jack shit, except let me help. Hmm. Let me Hmm. help you with the millions of dollars of training I've had and real-world experience doing this. Let me at least give you a second opinion. If you want to take my report and go like this. Go for it. Go ahead. Go ahead. But why wouldn't you at least allow someone to come in? It is It is gross. Negligence and let me tell you something right now. Let me hear one school, one school in this school district have an active shooter, and I'm going right to the media and I'm throwing this lady under the bus.
0: Yeah. Now, is there, it seems like the principal's on your side.
1: Oh, 100%. Is there any? He's very proactive and he understands, it's like, yeah, Joe, I'd love a second opinion. I'd love for you to do it. Absolutely. He's totally down for it. Is but the, like you said, I've got a boss, too. I just got to yeah. clear it. And I told him that. I understand. Yeah. I'm not upset with you. you know? Yeah.
0: No, I mean, on a human. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you have a boss, too. You can't. You know, I get that. I mean, I'm just trying to think without being, like, deceitful. Is there any way to just do it and just give him the report? Or you'd have to be involved. You have to be in the school. And they're going to be like, yeah, what the fuck so are you doing? Exactly. Who are you? I,
1: I, I would need. And I yeah. told him, I said, I could do the exterior, but I would need access the keys on a weekend to come in on a Saturday and Sunday. And, you know, not that he wouldn't do it, but dude, I don't want to put this you guy put in, him in a weird spot,
0: put you in a weird yeah, spot. I said, look,
1: bro, you get caught doing this and you're not supposed to, well, you know, you get fired, you don't get fired or you get a bad mark. It's, I don't want to do that to him because he is a good guy and he's a veteran and he's a combat veteran. And well, so.
0: I, I can actually, I can actually share some real, real world experience. I was a sophomore or junior in high school. Two thousand six, seven in Atlanta, Georgia. St. Paul's Tenth Catholic High School. and An alumni, about ten years older than me, which called Mr. Smith. He was a uh, he was a uh, like you vet came back. I think special forces came back and uh, had gone to the school. Came back and uh, I think had PTSD. And you know the principal remembered him. I was like, yeah, we'll give you a job. Of course, you know fucking you know blood red blooded American gave him a job, substitute right. teacher, and I think he's a full time teacher there now. But uh, he was there, and uh, so he was just doing like hall monitoring, basically just make sure assholes like me weren't skipping class. And I mean, when I say just came back from deployment, I mean, like a week ago was in you know, wherever, you know, <laughs> right. still it's still it's sand in his ass and came back and was <laughs> just like, you know, shell shock. And what he started doing was that he started doing an assessment. He just started looking at like, you know, I can still see the school in my head entrance here, entrance there, highway there, you know, most of its break. OK, that's good. And he just kind of drew it out. He's like, this is where it would happen. And went sure. in and the professor and not the professor, the principal is fucking incredible. I mean, principal called my family when my brother died in twenty fourteen. He was like, Hey, I, I love the kid. Well, Great guy. He goes in, well, principal's not there. He just leaves it on his desk. And I just think he's like, you know, hey, hey, hey Steve. And he didn't know what it was. He thought it was a school shooter going like, here's my list. Oh. So an un uninvited threat assessment. I remember we we didn't have school. And no one knew why. The Department of Homeland Security and the FBI came. Whole thing oh, got shit. worked out. Turns out in the principal uh, brought everyone to the auditorium and it was like complete misunderstanding. I think dude has a full time job there, and I, I imagine they've probably implemented it. But to sure. play the devil's advocate to my own position of do it without permission, there is that that could be bad. So. Yeah,
1: and, and and I get it, and yeah. I'd be more than willing to do it, but. I just have a funny feeling after talking yeah, to
0: this no, he, woman,
1: if she found out, no, she'd, she'd just, she'd fuck to you. me, she sounds like the person that would stick it to you.
0: She's going to spit venom at you. Yeah. I wonder. And
1: guys, and, and, and for those of you who listen, I don't care if it's a man or a woman. Yeah, no, no, look, no, fucking, this guy, shit. this guy, still a fucking dumbass. Who gives a fuck, like, yeah. Guy, man, woman, There, it is gross negligence. They are not thinking on the best interest of these kids. And it staggers me that I in my own little world, my own little bubble, 5 minutes down the road get that response. My question and my why this whole, we're talking about this right now is what's the response where you live? Yeah. Who's in charge of your kid's safety? Who? Are they qualified? Are they, are, they, are they my optic like this or have a big ego? And, oh, I don't want any other information because I'm doing everything I can, and if I bring in somebody else, it's going to make me yeah. look stupid. No, that is the dumbest fucking excuse you could possibly come up with.
0: I mean, I'm sure it's done already. I feel like there's probably a market for – I guess one one thing I would you know, just spitball on ideas is, one, I wouldn't wait until there's something bad would happen. I would go to the media now and use that almost – tell her, Hey, I'm going to go to the media. You know, there's someone I love goes to the school. Number two, I would maybe go to a neighboring school and offer it and maybe kind of in a less confrontational way. Maybe they'll reach out to the school and be like, Hey, he did it. It's great. You know, take it. Right. Maybe that and, might and help. I
1: about doing it.
0: it might help a I little more to hear that. it from like another principal or something.
1: Yeah. I thought about doing that. Um, and there's plenty of school districts around here. This is uh, one of the smaller ones. Yeah. It's not, like I said, I think it's about 23 schools, 8,000 students ish um but you know tom i just thought wow this is like a one-off and that's the response i got like how many other people in those positions are going to get the that. same response instead of saying yeah hey mr Taylor, why don't you come in like if i would have been heard i've been like look that's pretty interesting why don't you come in let's sit down and talk about it kind of tell me how you want to do it when you want to yeah, do it yeah you know do you mm-hmm. have get, like just get some?" didn't even get <laughs> to that point all I heard from her, she was like a parakeet. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, competent law enforcement professionals have done it. You know, like really.
0: Well, we can look at the difference oh. in responses. I mean, let's look at Uvalde, and then let's look at Audrey Hale, who the the, oh, the, the transitioning person that shot up the. What was the difference? A couple of guys with balls went in and neutralized the target, versus yeah, they, a bunch of people standing use,
1: around. They should use the the last one as like uh training. a learning slide at all the academies like hey listen to the guy I mean dude I it, there's so many things we talk about I mean the guy was calm he was taking his weapon out listen to the teacher yes man he wasn't panicking mm. I think he'd been an officer for four years you know they did all the right things you know I mean sure I've heard people oh this guy the one guy had his pistol pointing down yeah he was I'm talking about the guy, I believe his name was Officer Engelbert, Rex Engelbert. Sounds right. Uh, the guy that actually took the initial shots. Um, if you even look on his body cam, when he pies the corner and goes, bam, 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 dude, the gun goes back on safe, finger comes off the trigger, and it got like, dude, I would Textbook. put money on it that that guy is like a three-gun shooter, because dude, he had a Vortex scope on his gun, he had a foregrip, grip, like, he had, you know, uh, an ex- um instead of charging him he has some tricked out shit on his gun so i think he had a little bit more training than just what the academy provided him that's my opinion and if he didn't fucking hey i want that dude's autograph (laughs) like he did a spectacular job um maintain control um even the one guy if, if if you ever watched the video people were going what is he saying he said push the lpvo the low power variable optic the dude who was on the right um, had a – um one guy had a shotgun, one guy had a pistol. And then Officer Engelbert had the carbine, which obviously puts your best gun forward, right? And the shooter was right there. Like, it's here. Um, and he said, push it. So, basically, he was telling the guy, go. But they were talking very succinct. There was no screaming and yelling. Very short command. Like, they did a really good job, man. And these were some young guys. Like, these weren't dudes that had been on the – from what I understand, I, for I think the one guy was an officer for nine years, the other guy was an officer for four years. And Mr. Amber, so, you know, kudos to those guys. Kudos, kudos, yeah. kudos, mm-hmm. man. Yeah.
0: I mean, I wonder if the move is—it's got to exist. But I mean, with your skills, I wonder if the move is to just start. You, you're a business guy. You start businesses. Just start. You know what, Start I, school I, I, assessment. I,
1: I, I do. I have my tactical training company, but like, I was so upset. Like I was, I took it personally. Well, like, wow. Like work, you even work from this,
0: this use this as the, this is a, this is yeah. a launching point. This should be like yeah, the, I'm this like, should be the beginning speech you give in 10 years. Like,
1: yeah, <laughs> exactly. But I'm going to probably call a couple other school districts um, um, that are local to me. Um, kind of like a grassroots thing yeah. and, and do the same thing and see what kind of response I get. Um, but, uh, one thing I did learn, let me, let me say this. Um, I spoke to the sheriff in my, um, in my area and he's a really fucking good dude. He spent like nine years over in Iraq on a protection team. So as like a team leader. Like, so he's been there, done that kind of guy, right. He's been downrange and I don't know if he's been in the military, but he's been exposed to high threat environments. And he actually said something because I wanted to help train the police department too Mm -hmm. on this, on active shooter. And I didn't, well, I should have known this, but I didn't. The reason you can't is because everybody has to be on the same sheet of music. I just can't take a police department here and say, hey. Let me show you how I would do it. And they go, oh, that's fucking the bomb. Yeah. And then another, then, then they have an active shooter um, event somewhere in another. Department they all swarm. Us up, oh, and that's how wh- we do it. And the... So I'm like, okay, I get it. And that is actually the right way to do it. Everybody needs to be on the same sheet of paper, same SOP. Whether it's right or wrong. I don't know. I don't know their SOP, which I'm assuming is as soon as you get there, you go in, you know, you don't wait to link up with other guys, but he explained it to me and I'm like, you know what, sir, that makes sense. Um, because you don't want, you know, one guy's, you know, saying A, another one saying B, another one saying C. Everybody has to be on the same sheet of music. And so um, one thing I offered, and he said, Yeah, man, that, that sounds like a plan, is Prior to COVID, they were doing like annual and semi-annual, like full mission profiles at these schools where like the EMS shows up, the fire department shows up, the SWAT team shows and they do like a full active shooter package. And I'm like, the next time you do that, why don't you just call me? I'm not going to say a word to anybody. I will literally be a fly on the wall and just watch and prepare a very simple, you know, white paper for you and say, hey, here's what I saw. Good. Here's what I saw bad. Here's where I think you can make improvements. Like, And I'll give it directly to you. No one else will see it. And he's like, yeah, you know, that, that he was open to that. But I understand now why, you why I can't train the police. And it makes complete sense because everybody would have to be trained by me and that ain't going to happen. Yeah. So, yeah, um, but it, you know, again, this isn't about the police. I have, um, you know, I, I know the sheriff here, very confident guy experienced, uh, very forward looking. Um, but, um, this woman that is in charge of the safety of 8,000 students in 23 schools, um, absolutely, absolutely gross negligence at the highest level and just dude completely gaffed me off. Like, like dismissed me, um, almost disrespectfully Almost, almost disrespectfully, and I was like, "Man, I wonder where else this is going on." And that's why I wanted to talk to you, yeah people that were watching. Like, hey, you might want to check and see who's in charge of your kid's safety. If you don't, shame on you.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's you know the uh, one part of me is like, you know, fuck this person, put them on blast, go tell them you're going to the media, and another part of me is like. You keep all that in the, on the bench as an option, but right. maybe just try to go, like, the least resistance path first. Be like, all right, this person, although gross negligence, kind of sounds like an asshole. I think we can make one assumption that she, too, is probably for the safety of kids. It's a pretty broad generalization, right? Like, you sure. and I both like food and water. That's a pretty, okay. Sure. There's the okay. Venn diagram. Build from that point of nucleation and be like, okay, clearly there's job security or, you know, ego or narcissism involved, whatever. Maybe the way through it is, I think, would be to do it at another school and then have someone that maybe she sees more eye to eye with, whether that's accurate or not, but just a fellow worker. And they go, hey, just do this. You know, hey, it's great. And that might. Need to be what it is, sure. and it's just it sucks. It's a trip to your own ego because you want to be like fuck this bitch. But I mean, if our main no, no, goal no, right. is the kid's safety, then we'll be like, all right, let's let's put everything. In. There are other options. You can go. You can go full war mode.
1: Right? Maybe, but try you know to... that's not me. Right? You know, I'm not. I have always maintained a no. very professional demeanor. Oh, I know with that. People, I've never thrown people under the bus like that. Even though I, this woman deserves it, I'm not going to do it to her. um But. um but, yeah, I agree. You know, I, I think you're absolutely right, Tom. Um, next week, I think I'm going to call um, one of the other school districts and see if I can get a hold of the same um, person. Mm-hmm. Because even if I go to a principal, they're still going to have to yeah, have a boss. The chain of command, is still going to have to connect the dots. And so I'm I'm going to just say, hey, look, you know, here's my resume. Here's my supporting documentation. Here's, you know, 15 letters of recommendation, letters of like, can I help? i'm at your service you know that kind of thing um and see where i see where i get um but yeah i just i just think it's very important again for people that are listening if you're a parent i can tell you right now um i don't have kids of my own my girlfriend has a 10 year old daughter uh who's in fourth grade at this particular school and um it's very disconcerting, man, you know, and um, what's real funny, Thomas, I did act, now that I remember, about a, a year ago, well, maybe not a year ago, eight months ago, I did speak to another school in this school district and I did speak to the principal and his, on the phone and his exact words were, Mr. Ted, I, this school has been open for 40 years. We haven't even come close to having an incident like this.
0: No one does and until was, they do.
1: I was like, oh my God. Really? That's your take on this whole thing? Um. So again, you know, you just have to be...
0: <laughs> you know, the... Again, as a concerned
1: parent, I would be calling. And, and again, if they give you some tap dance bullshit, well, I can't discuss that. Give me a fucking break. It's not classified information. Where did you get experience and training period period it's not class if they go as as done by a qual- yeah they're tap dancing and they know damn well they're not qualified for that fucking job and whoever put them in that position should be freaking axed at the same time that's just plain stupid i
0: think you i think what you do is you have what is the ultimate goal the ultimate goal is to uh <sighs> It's like when you have a friend that's way too shit faced. What's the ultimate goal? This is my friend. I love him. He's making an ass of himself. I need to get him home. The first thing you do is you go, "Hey, bro, let's get out. Let's let's go somewhere else." And if that doesn't work. You go, "Hey, man, let's go home. Let's you know, let's go get fucked up there." If that doesn't work, you go, "Hey, dude, you know, bro to bro, you kind of fucked up. I think we should maybe head." After that is when you're like. I'm about to put you in a headlock because the end goal is ultimately like they are going home. They're sure, just ways sure. to go there. So let's, what's the end goal here? There is a more right. important end goal than ego and, and a uh, professional Children's approach. Safety. And it's the yes. safety of Children's children. Safety. It ain't about me, dude. Let's not, not, it's not sugarcoated. The ultimate goal is to not have children shot with a carbine. So ultimately go about it professionally, but if it doesn't yeah. work, man, go to the media, make a fucking issue about it. Cause it's far better to look like a, an overconcerned dad, which you're not, you are an, an accurately concerned Great. But if they don't do it, go to fucking war. Let's not forget what the goal is.
1: Yeah. Children it, it, getting it,
0: it, shot. Yeah. Like.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It, it, if it can save one kid's life, I don't mind making myself look to be an asshole. Yeah. I Who don't care. Shit. Who gives a shit? Yeah, yeah whatever. You can I hate me care. all you want. Those kids are fine. I exactly. I don't care if you freaking piss on my picture. I don't care Um. If it if it will save the life of one child. You can hate me all you want. If I open up somebody's eyes, like, man, we might want to listen to this guy. Don't even hire me. Here, hire yeah. someone with yeah. my back. Right? There's there's guys out there. Yeah. There's guys out there that can do this. I'm sure they'd be more than willing to help. Yeah. Right? Um. You know, and just, you know, uh, I like I said, I don't want money. I don't want accolades. I don't want nothing. I just want to contribute and give back this knowledge that I've been given and the experience I've been given. That's it.
0: So there, there will be another school shooting. There's nothing, right. No one in their right mind believes the last one was the last one. Okay. So what's going to happen when there's another one, there's going to be the same, uh, there's going to be the same talking, but guy get trolled. How did we let this happen? And how can we, this is this, and this is an, I told you so thing. This is just like a, Hey, let's maybe get on this. And yeah, man, you know, you know, you know, what is it speak or walk softly or speak softly and carry a big stick a big stick, go yeah. go about it very diplomatically be like i don't even fuck if it's me i don't care who I, but ultimately yeah, if sol- they if they don't go to war yeah. embarrass them put them on blast
1: yeah. and and, and, I, and you know that's not me but this is too important not to come out of my comfort zone and do that because you've known me for a long time I, i'm just not that person yeah. but this is too serious um i think about my my girlfriend's daughter and her and my girlfriend getting a call that her daughter was like it just makes the it, blood drain out of it. It, 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 it it dude it just i can't even comprehend it well and, it's
0: it's it's the same thing when i reach out to a friend that i think is uh maybe in a little bit of mental trouble as someone that's lost a sibling to suicide have you know have been to a funeral for my own brother sure. have seen my own family grieve sure. i go you know I, you always go softly. You go, hey, bro, I just want to chat with you. And it, like I was when I was depressed, you get a little. I don't fucking want to talk about it, dude. Right. I, I very start to quickly go. Well, hey, man, I've already been to a funeral for one person that fucking killed himself, and I'm not about to right. like stand by your mom at her. You go yeah. to war, and then they go because what's the ultimate end goal? I, I want Kiss. you to be okay. So go in softly, but right, yeah. hey, you can hate me for the rest of your fucking life. If don't I care. if I know I put you on the right track. We can never talk again. I did again. my job.
1: Exactly right. And, I, th- and I, I, yeah. I, Tom, I think that's very sound advice. Um, and um, I'm certainly going to take you up on it. I'm, um, you know, I'm going to attempt maybe two more times, yeah. call two more school right. districts. If I get traction somewhere, great. Um, you know, maybe that could be the catalyst of like having them look at things mm-hmm. and um, like, let's just take a little bit deeper look here, right? It can't hurt. Can't hurt. Um, and um, And just see where it goes. But yeah. That's, that's what this whole podcast was about It's just like for those watching, find out who is in charge of your child's safety. If you don't know their name and who they are and where they come from and what their background is and what they're doing and something happens, um, you know, if you can still look in the mirror, good on you. I couldn't, you know, just like I said, I will end on this note. You know, I'm not trying to, dish or knock down any law enforcement officer, but I have been in this school multiple times. And when you you have to get buzzed in and then you go into the office, there's a big desk. There's the TV screen with all the uh, camera, you know, cameras, nobody watching it. You look over here is another little room, 20 by 20 with a window. uh, And there is the law enforcement officer on his phone. Every single Time I've been in there every time. That's not what they're getting paid for. Okay, they're getting paid to secure that place, do rounds. And I'm sure he does, I'm not saying that he doesn't. Um, but like, why isn't the monitor in front of you? Because the whole idea is you've got fucking cameras, and these people were driving in. That last girl had a freaking carbine slung, a pistol on her, and a Caltech or whatever the hell that thing was walking through the park you could have ran out the front door and engaged that woman before she even got inside but guess what you're not going to if you're looking on your phone and mm-hmm. the damn camera screen is 30 feet away and nobody like this is the kind of shit i'm talking about and i have seen it with my own eyes and i didn't just see it once i have seen it multiple times yeah so yeah you know Anyway, and there's,
0: uh, there's there's no there's no currency there's no value and I told you so. Well, afterwards we fired them. Know, okay, cool. What about the fucking funerals for the kids?
1: Exactly. Yeah. No. There's no yet tomorrow. Did you get about.
0: them? Did you yeah. did you own them? No. It's yeah. um Well, and Joe, you yeah. obviously you have my podcast at your disposal, and I can probably, if you want, I can get you on much much larger shows than mine. Uh, who would I know that they would have you on for ten minutes to talk about this? I mean, yeah, dude, keep, I'd love to,
1: Tom. You know, keep I'd, that, I'd love yeah. to. Yeah, I'd love to. And, and like I said, if I can't get traction one way, I'll get it another way. Yeah. And I have to look in the mirror. You know, I have to be able to look in the mirror and go, did you do everything? Yeah, I did. Well, I got set up a flare and a fucking, you know, a blimp. I can't do anything else. Like
0: it's again, <laughs> it's like the whole logic when I see a friend struggling. I'm like, the, right. I don't give a shit if they hate me. I can go to bed and go.
1: That's right. He did the right thing.
0: I fucking put it all on the court. That's right. I have I you can see it right there. I I have initials of one person from Seuss. I'm like, I ain't getting another. And I just I know I did the right and guess what? I've never had a friend turn around and say, Hey, maybe there's a little skirmish a week later. It's like, hey, hey, thanks. And you're like, hey, dude, I know you do the same for me. And that's what it is. It's the same thing, Tom. Um but guys, on a lighter note, go check out Joe on Instagram. Go check him out on Twitter. Go get his book. Tier one coaching, all that good shit. Speaking engagements, does everything. Um, and uh, yeah, I'll I'll send you a text right after this. I can yes, sir. I'll, I can get you on a on a much on a much bigger thing if you want to go talk about it there. I would. Up to you. Yes, up to you. Yeah, make, yeah, make up your mind. Um, but uh, yeah, go do it. Go. You know, diplomatically. Like, hey, we all have the same goals. Yep. But don't be afraid to go to fucking. As I know you're not. I mean, yep. obviously from your right. history, you've hung out with Billy. Wall. I'll give it
1: some time. <laughs> I'm going to be patient and magnanimous as yeah. about as long as I can. And if I get The same response from another one, and then another one. It's going to be like, okay, there's a very scary pattern
0: here. Well, you know what? That's a good. uh, If we get, you know, I hope you don't, but if you start to get patterns from everyone, I think that's good because you go, "Here's here's a problem. We can diagnose it." Yeah, it's not just
1: here. It's here and here and here. When you go
0: to the hospital and they don't know what's wrong, that's bad. When you go to the hospital, you go, "This hurts," and they go, "Yeah, we found something. Good." They go, "And we're going to take it out." So maybe maybe it's a good thing. Maybe every school goes, "We don't want this," and you go, "I think I fucking figured this shit out." (laughs) <laughs> you know so i don't know just stay optimistic um I joe agree. let's wrap this one up. thank you for your time brother yes, sir. um and uh, Thanks, again Tom. guys go uh you know a little five second reflection just you know pray for mr wall and i am going to take the first part of this clip and next week when i interview all the other guys i'm I'm going to piece it all together and do something for cool. them um yeah what would billy wah do billy wah wouldn't take shit he would defend the schools. Shit. what did he write on that photo kill the bad guys that ain't and there ain't no it, pulling punches it, it, there, it, it man. Says it, right
1: there, yeah. it says it all right there, bro. <laughs> yeah, kill lady.
0: all the bad. G- yeah, there ain't no fucking rose tinted glasses there. It's very succinct. Kill them.
1: <laughs> yeah. So. One of my prized possessions, my man, Hell right yeah. here. Hell yeah.
0: Yep. Well, Joe, I'm uh, I'm proud. Thanks, to, I'm proud to call you a friend. And I'm, I'm, I'm yes, sir. It, I, I like what you're doing, man. I like where your head's at. Thank you. Do the right thing. That's the only way anything in this country is gonna change is if we take action ourselves and do the right thing. Yes, sir. So I'll text this link to you. Joe, as always, a lovely bro. brother. Thank you for your service. Love you, too, man. Love all you guys. Thanks for watching. Please, and guys, if you if any of y'all have kids at a school or something, you want to comment or something, you can email me, podcast at gmail.com. I can get you on here with Joe. We can Let's get the discussion going. Let's just try to shed some light on it and, you know, try to fix it. I think we're all on the same page. We all want the kids to be safe. I think it's pretty, pretty, right? I think we can all agree yes, on sir. that. Yes, sir. So, Joe, thank you so much, sir. Guys, thank you Recording for watching. Stopped. Everybody else, thank you so much. Peace.